0: a good sound system Good, Mm -hmm. good afternoon ladies and gentlemen the council has invited you here this afternoon in the council's chambers to discuss a recent um process for the city council we would like to go on record here today as the council in their decisions. First of all, before I start, I would like to apologize to Prava, LLC, and Prince Tell for them being thrusted into the middle of a conversation and a process. This body serves as the review board for contracts. What the council does, what this legislative body does, is we review, and we may ask for supporting documentation, or we may deny a contract. In light of my campaign pledge to remain transparent, I would like to give a brief synopsis of what transpired, what transpired with the Prava LLC and Princetel. Several months ago, an ordinance came before the legislative body to sell property, block 15704, lot number one, to Prava LLC as a part of the Roebling Redevelopment Zone. The city brownfield remediator was presenting the sale of the property as a real estate broker. In addition, there were no supporting documentations attached to the ordinance. As a result, I placed a motion to pull the ordinance until further review. I met with the city attorney, Mr. Morelli, to request independent redevelopment counsel. Attorney James L. Lott from riker and danzig law was assigned to the legislative body they produced their final decision to us by the way of a written response i have that response here for anyone that would like to get this response after the press conference. This was our advice from Mr. James Locke. On March the 28th, the administration produced the ordinance wherein I informed them that I needed to have a conversation with the entire body in order to move forward. The mayor was displeased with my response. The vice chair and I decided to meet with our attorney, who arranged a meeting with the mayor. In that meeting, the council asked for two things. We asked for an an independent appraisal, and we asked for pay to play documentation, a disclosure of the pay to play. In that meeting, the mayor was in full agreement with us. We told the mayor that once we received that documentation that we would place the ordinance on the April 16th docket and we would have the first reading on April the 18th and we would have the second reading on May the 2nd. An hour after the meeting, we got a call from our attorney. The attorney stated that the mayor spoke with Prince Tell, and Prince Tell said no deal, that they did not want to sign the pay to play form, nor would they allow us an independent appraisal for the property. In the discussion with the mayor, we also stated that it really didn't matter what the appraisal, what the appraiser bottom line was because he had moved forward with the sale for the amount that he had chosen, that we would respect that but we still needed that documentation attached to the contract. We never responded when he said that Prince Tell did not want to sign the pay-to-play form. About 30 minutes later, we got another call. The 30-minute call said Prince Tell has up their going price that they had renegotiated the price to a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. The vice chair and I were in constant contact with the council members here that are standing with me here today. We did not ask Prince Tell to up their negotiating price which we would gladly accept it. What we asked for was for the pay-to-play disclosure to be signed and for the independent appraiser. Appraiser. The council's position is still as it stood on Tuesday. If that documentation comes to us where the pay-to-play documentation is signed and the independent appraiser Is allowed we are still offering the same conditions that we offered before it will go on the docket but we cannot allow this mayor or anyone else to nullify the council you cannot do business in the media you cannot hold a press conference the day before a council meeting stating to the public at large that there has been a consensus when the ordinance was never on the book. And so because of this, it threw Prince Tell in the middle of complete chaos, which should have never occurred, because that is not the way the city should be doing business. We should be doing business sitting down with the mayor, the mayor sitting down with us, we have our disagreements, but we agree that we want business here in the city of Trenton. The city of Trenton is open for business, but it needs to be transparent business. And with that, I'm going to allow the vice chair to say a few words. Thank you all. If anyone wants the letter from the attorneys that gave us our legal advice, I'll be glad to share it.
1: March. Thank you, Council President, and thank you, everybody, for coming here to hear what we have to say today. There's a lot of mis- misinformation out to the public by the mayor's office regarding this project. So let me just clarify why we are where we are today. Mayor Garcia obviously ignored the fact that City Council is the redevelopment authority when he first presented this property to be sold to PrinceTel. He was advised by counsel that any sale of any land or property in a redevelopment area has to come before counsel, the redevelopment authority, and the redevelopment attorney, prior to going on to the docket. We did this and the attorney advised the administration that what they did was illegal and further advised them how to proceed. His legal advice fell on deaf ears. Counsel further requested that an independent appraisal be done and the Princeton should sign off on pay to play disclaimer. At a meeting with the mayor he agreed, then five minutes later advised that the development company refused to comply with our request, but they were upping the dollar amount. This is not about the money, this is about doing business in a fair, open and legal manner. The ordinance they produced at council was not previously moved from the docket several times. It was removed once because the process was illegal. This ordinance was not on the docket for a vote. A motion was made to place it on the docket, and it was rejected because they had not provided the appropriate documents to council. It was actually slated to be on the next docket if they complied. The business of council is that they are the checks and balances of the administration we do not work for the mayor but have tried many times to work with him all business of this council will be done in a fair, open and legal manner I will not vote for any contract or expenditure presented without appropriate documentation I have a fiduciary responsibility to the taxpayers of the city of Trenton and I do not vote with a wink and a nod. I take my job very seriously. This council, particularly council president and myself, have worked very hard to cooperate with the mayor. But when the mayor and administration refuse to comply with the laws that we are bound to follow, I have a serious issue with that. This city has struggled to move forward, and we need to learn from the past mistakes, not do business as usual. Let me make it very clear. We are not trying to block the sale of this property or any development in the city, but I demand transparency, and I believe that is what the public demands too. Requesting pay-to-play information is critical. If a council person receives any contribution from a developer, etc., they will then have the opportunity to recuse themselves from the vote. So with that, I want to extend my apologies to Princeton because they have been caught up in an unnecessary public display of emotions. And we are willing to work with Princeton. They are working with us. And I have a very good feeling about this project. They have not left the city as much as people are going to say they have. They have not walked. And and I see somebody nodding their head, so obviously somebody knows more than I do. But we are here to work with this company and with this mayor, but he needs to understand the parameters of council and the administration. Thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going to pass this along to Councilwoman Bond to speak. Thank you. Thank
2: you. I'm the West Ward Council Representative, Robin Vaughn. Thank you all for coming out. Thank you, President Kathy McBride and Vice Chair uh, Marge Caldwell-Wilson and all my other fellow council colleagues that are here today. We appreciate you coming out. I have no problem opening doors to business. That includes Prince Tell. But I do have a problem closing the door to transparency. I believe the residents and taxpayers of Trenton are owed an explanation and must be involved in discussions at all times. Not the day before we are due to have a vote. To reduce council's rejection, of the Princeton deal in the absence of pay-to-play disclosure form is being so very disingenuous. Let's always properly frame the issue, and then we can move forward with a productive dialogue. We need qualified professionals at City Hall to execute these complex redevelopment transactions the mayor has neglected for nine months to hire a permanent director to head the city's director of economic, the Department of Economic Development. This is a critical entity that's missing from this transaction. The city is lacking this expertise, and the failure of the Princeton redevelopment opportunity reflects it. As I said before, council rejected the proposal because it was not adequately supported by the required documentation prior to being submitted to council last Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019. It is not council's job to tell you how to do it. We set the terms. It's the head of the Economic Development Department's job in consultation with the law department to do that work. Because the city doesn't have a permanent economic development director, council is being asked to make decisions that are not supported by documentation in an ad hoc way. And we are now being made to look like the bad guy and the cause of this debacle. Why did council have to ask for the appraisals and a market comparison from the first place? And why wasn't the pay-to-play disclosure form attached to the proposal andor or the resolution prior to submission to Council? If Prince Tell is truly vested in investing in Trenton, those routine, standard, and reasonable requirements for this type of transaction will not stand in its way. The city of Trenton is under an MOU. Yep, we're under MOU. And that's administered by the state of New Jersey. It is governed, our city is governed, not only by ordinances adopted at the local level. There are state and federal laws this city must comply with as well. Pay to play laws do apply. To a business like Princetel that is looking to contract with a local or even with federal state, they're, they're looking to contract with a local government body. Although these laws vary from jurisdiction to another, and some apply only to certain types of transactions, however, they do apply to businesses receiving contracts from redevelopment authorities like ours. The city council is the redevelopment authority for the city of Trenton. Remain remain cognizant that play-to-play laws apply to all types of contracts. Sometimes there are certain thresholds, less than a certain dollar amount, above a certain dollar amount. But they apply, pay-to-play applies to all contracts including grants, real estate leases, leases, contracts awarded through the competitive bidding process. This is not new. This is no surprise. Mayor Busiara is backed by a well-resourced law department and Housing economic, Economic Development Department that did not do their jobs well. The council did not fail his vision He was, it was his own administration. Nearly a year into his administration, there is no permanent housing and economic development director. There is no permanent housing inspections director. There is no permanent police director. These are three critical inputs to economic development. You cannot turn a city around without these three critical processes and inputs. Perhaps he should consider an organization shakeup. Perhaps some heads should roll. This is an opportunity sometimes you fail, and this is a catalyst to make it happen. Trenton City Council, with the appropriate level of support and subject matter expertise from this mayoral administration, specifically the law department and economic development, we can close this deal, or deals like Prince Tell, contingent on appraisals coming back that supports the sell price, and also the willingness of this business, PrinceTel. To be a uh, cooperating and enthusiastic an enthusiastic partner with the city of Trenton. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, there's some um, council president just uh, in the city of Trenton here, I guess there's some uh, discrepancy as to whether it's, a, it's mandatory or required by law here in the city. Um, I guess that have to be further validated with the law department. Thank you. Pay to play compliance. Pay to play compliance.
0: Councilman Santiago will speak now.
3: Okay. Well, thank you for coming here. Uh, I am glad that we are clarifying this issue. Uh, If this corporation would have provided this documentation that was required, we have been voting tonight. We have been approving that uh, ordinance. Since day one, I am for economic development, I am for corporations to establish themselves here, as many as possible. But there are some requirements that, this morning paper says that council have to learn how to bend backwards, start doing uh, sweet deers. This bending backwards and sweet deers have brought us to where we are today. A sweet deal like the Mario Hotel, like the arena, like the park that does not pay any taxes to Trenton and all these sweet deals that have been going on for the past 40 years is what has the city where it is. I myself and hopefully my fellow council people should not bend backwards. We have to go by the rules. The rules are established for everyone to follow. If we do this sweet deals with one developer, we have to do it with everyone. The sweet deals done in the past two or three administrations have led to the economic woes of Trenton today. Thank you. Councilman,
0: Member Michelle.
3: Good afternoon,
4: everyone, and I want to thank everyone for coming out. It's going to be short and sweet because everyone covered every angle, and it's correctly said. However, I just want to give you my thoughts on this. Going back with another mayor. That I was here with. It was a deal that went sour. I had personal dealings with it, so I know what it's about firsthand about land deals and corruption if it occurs. And I surely know when you have an attorney, not one, but two. Tell you, it's like 10 day old fish. It smells, correct it. I don't think anyone of us here want to get involved in going to jail, nobody. I was a police officer for 40 years. I'm not going to jail. I do what's right. And I try to explain to the mayor what's right. And I went out to that site with the mayor, myself. He asked me to go out there. And I went out there. And we can redevelop it. My final words to the mayor was, we do everything by the book. With the appraisals, play to pay, and I'm on board. The mayor knows I'll work with him. I'm working now in the city to change the lighting in the city. I've been doing street after street to change the lighting. If I was against the mayor, I wouldn't even have interest in going out there. It's all about redevelopment and making this city right. We don't deserve this bad press that they put out. And I'm sure you'll hear some more shots at us that are totally not true. Every one of us standing here want to move to city forward, otherwise I don't think we'd be here. I have a large investment in the South Ward. I've been here 40 years. I stayed because I want to make it better for everyone here. I go out every morning, 5.30 in the morning, to make it better for everyone here. So why won't I agree on a land deal that was going to make it better for the city of Trenton unless it wasn't the right deal? I just hope we can get back on track. I don't have a problem talking to the mayor. We do talk. We do go out to breakfast. And we agree and we disagree. And that's what it's about. And if we can make this work, I'm all for it. Along with every one of the council members standing behind me, we're about what's right. Every one of us here wanna make it right. And we don't all agree. We do fight and argue civilly, civilly for the betterment of the city. I'd just like once again to thank everyone for coming out And thank you and hopefully everything will be fine at the end of this thank you very much god bless
0: i wanted to clear up two statements the first statement that i would like to clear up is that the city council serves as the redevelopment authority for the city of trenton and every every contract does not ask for pay to play but if the redevelopment authority asks for that pay to play it should then be included because now it is part of the process. So if the redevelopment authority says to the administration, we need a pay to play forms attached to the contract. Once we ask for that information, that makes it part of the contract. So as the redevelopment uh, authority for the city, we asked for the pay to play to be attached. And as Councilwoman Caldwell Wilson stated earlier, it's not just for the mayor, it's for my colleagues because we also have to make sure that if there is a time that any council member needs to recuse themselves, they have the opportunity to do that with that pay to play disclosure being public knowledge. And the second thing that I would like to clear up is this, we never voted Prince Tell down because it was never on the docket to be voted down. There is a d- distinct difference. The difference is that if it's on the docket and you vote no for the development, then you have voted it down. It, if it's not on the docket and someone tries to get it on the docket, that is what was voted down. The process of getting it on the docket for that particular night. As I stated to you earlier, we had said to the mayor, given everyone time to apply for the tax credits, their their tax incentives, if we do a first reading on April the 18th, we could come back on May the 2nd and do the second reading and all parties will have time because the deadline for all tax incentives and all tax breaks is June the 30th. so Princetel still have time and I would employ the administration to do their due diligence to make this right because Princetel has not left the building they are still at the table and I hope that the mayor Will move this project forward. I thank each and every one of you for coming this afternoon, and I hope we were able to clear up some of your questions. As I stated earlier, I do have the letter here. If anyone wants the letter, in this council, we are open for business as long as the business is transparent. Yes. Do you accept questions? No, we weren't. But if you have one, I'll take it. So um, it's been alluded to that pay and play and some legalities with that. Could you drill down on that and, and share a bit more about what's, what the business is taking place here in the city? Should we be concerned that there's illegal activity being happening
2: uh, at the highest level?
0: Well, this is, the, um, this is the body's concern, that if we have the disclosure, it will eliminate any fault because the process will be open. The pay-to-play disclosure will be attached they will sign off on the pay to play and then that will give the administration the opportunity and the council the opportunity to either recruit themselves or where it comes to the administration, they will be able to make that right. And let me give you an example of that. Pay to play only starts at a certain dollar. And if we go out to do business with anyone, and someone has taken a contribution from someone that wants to do a contract with us if it's under two hundred and fifty dollars you could it is acceptable because there's a threshold and two hundred and fifty dollars is that threshold if they go over to the two hundred and fifty dollars then they are allowed to make that right by either giving the money back to the entity before the contract is drawn up or as far as the council was concerned like I stated earlier they could recruit themselves but there is an opportunity to correct it so there do you understand so therefore there is nothing that we're saying aha I've got you we're saying make this process transparent if we have anyone here on this body that shouldn't be voting for this particular deal they need that opportunity to recruit themselves and if someone down the hall accepted a contribution if it is less than two hundred and fifty dollars as long as it's not cash they have the opportunity to make that right by paying the money back or giving the money back of oh, three hundred three hundred dollars my colleague said So th- those are the guidelines and so I don't understand what the big To do is about, besides the fact that the mayor went out and stated that the vote had occurred and it never had occurred, and you cannot nullify this council by saying that you have a vote when it's never come to the council, and that is where we stand. Yes, go right ahead. No, we were very clear, but we what we wanted is all the documentation to be on the attached to the contract when it was presented to the council because what that does is it clears up a lot of questioning for us. So when we have to come to the public, or we or that docket, uh, that document becomes public through the um, through the clerk's office when he puts the uh, the docket on uh, the agenda out to the public. All of that information will be there. And so if you have the information from the beginning, then maybe you can take a, a second round of questions because now you do have this information. You do understand that we're being fully transparent. And you can ask questions based on the packet being um, all, a complete packet. No, we're not exceeding the law. Once the re, once the no 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 no. Once the redevelopment authority asks for the information, then and we say to the uh, administration, we would like that information attached to the contract. That is not exceeding the law. We are. The law when it comes to the redevelopment attorney, as far as the pay to play, as far as the information that we are requesting as redevelopment authorities. So just for clarification, it wasn't a requirement that they submit the pay to play. We just wanted it as a committee correct? Once we ask for it, it does re- it does become. It becomes, yes, it becomes a part of the packet. Once the redevelopment of the, Yeah, once, once, we, once we ask for that to be included in the packet, then it becomes part of what the administration should, should give us. But is it legal? Oh, yes, yes, it's, 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 it's legal. It's legal by all means. We wouldn't be here asking for anything illegal. And and oh yeah, and by the way, Tell, uh doesn't seem to have any qualms with it. They are willing to sign it. They doesn't. They don't have a problem. So we're trying to figure out where the problem lies. Where were they asked for? It? Well, they should have been asked for it. Because well, they, sh- they should have been asked for it. I don't know exactly when the administration asked, but Councilman Mushell asked the administration to uh, provide that information when he went out on the site. So that was months ago. I, think, I, I, I thank each and every one of you for coming today. Um, if you want uh, the letter, I will gladly produce the letter for you. So anyone wanting the letter? You can just come up and get the letter. City of Trenton City Council press conference regarding the Prince Tell redevelopment site in um, the Roebling Complex. Representing today were the votes to not have it placed on the docket. That um, was by Council President Kathy McBride. Vice President Marge Caldwell Wilson, also in attendance was West Ward Robin Vaughn and South Ward George M. Shaw and at large
4: Santiago Rodriguez.